In this session, we're going on an adventure. Let's sing about it. Join our adventure party as we delve into the social and cultural aspects of our favorite game, all while enlightening our taste buds with a random craft beer. So crack open your favorite Bardic Inspiration and roll initiative with us of Dice and Brews. Welcome, we're going on an adventure. This is Up Dice and Brews. My name is Ben. I'm also known as the Forever DM. A little bit of background about myself. I've been playing D&D Dungeons and Dragons since the beginning of about 5th edition, maybe longer. Uh, had some Pathfinder campaigns, mostly some one-shots. I've had a few long-term campaigns, but nothing has ever lasted past like that fourth fifth sixth level threshold definitely looking to get into something more long term me and uh, two friends started up dice and brews in 2021 as kind of like an extension of our early table talks before sessions john and andy both dear friends of mine and good good people um would sit around and and myself would sit around the table and just talk about our game uh talk about elements that maybe didn't get discussed in some of the videos or the people that we were following on youtube or or other social media platforms so we decided that we would take a stab at it and talk about of Dyson Brews and throw some homebrew in there as well and review a craft beer or a beverage. As we were doing this, we did this for about eight sessions or so, just trying to um, coordinate schedules and, and everything else that goes in, in three uh, middle-aged men's lives, <laughs> families and whatnot. And, and it was really fun. It was a great time. I had a really good time communicating with those guys like I always do and talking about things that maybe didn't get brought up in our community so much all those episodes that we recorded are still available on our youtube channel and anywhere you find your uh, podcast over the last year that we haven't been doing this podcast a lot of things have changed for all three of us my changes have been that i moved from where we were in washington state to the state of nevada and now live in las vegas my family and I decided to do this because of that which not should be named and also because we wanted to be closer to immediate family. With the real estate market and everything, it was just prime time to go and it was it was a great decision. Unfortunately, with all that positivity of the choice that we made comes some negative. Some of the negative was uh, my D&D group. Um, I couldn't play with them because we're long distance now. A lot of friends and family over in Washington State are now missing from our lives on a daily basis. It's harder to do this podcast when you have several states between you guys, between the three of us. And also, John and Andy have families as well, so trying to get us all together on the same page hasn't been the easiest over the last year. So I decided that, you know what, Of Dice and Bruce has kind of been on the back burner for longer than I really wanted it to be. So I'm going to try to go on this solo camp or solo adventure if you will and pick up some new npcs along the way and try to create a rotating adventuring party so to speak so of dice and bruise is definitely still an adventuring party just the other people around me will change week to week or month to month uh, hopefully i can still get 
and your John to join me on the podcast once in a while whenever schedules allow. This is not something that I want to uh, not have them be a part of, of course, but I do understand scheduling conflicts and everything else. But we will definitely try our best to get them on here and try to talk to those guys and see what's been going on in their D&D lives and, and their lives and just updates on what they're doing. Also, while I've been in Vegas, I have had the pleasure, the extreme pleasure of meeting D&D individuals that are amazing storytellers and very creative people as well. When I first got to Las Vegas, I dabbled a little bit in the D&D community and was uh, part of a one-shot, so to speak, that could possibly lead into a, a full-time campaign. That experience wasn't the best. It was probably one of the worst D&D experiences I've ever had in my life. I'm not saying that it was, yes, it was, it was trash. I'm just going to say it, it was trash. But I did meet one person out of there that was a like-minded individual, such as myself, that kind of plays in a similar aspect, that kind of looks for the same things in a D&D group that I do. So I kept in contact with him. And then over the course of like um, the next six months or whatever, I was putting together my own campaign kind of here and there. Also finalizing purchasing our, our house in Las Vegas and getting my family situated before I could jump back into the, the D&D hobby. I kept in contact with this individual. So when I put together my campaign, I actually ran into a group of people that were actually just looking for a DM on, on a D&D uh, Las Vegas Facebook page. and met some really other cool individuals. And then we ended up incorporating this other person that I had met previously and and then adding a couple more and then over the course of time so now we're up to seven people i'm dming for seven people and it's amazing they blow my mind every session i can't wait to get in front of these guys and help them tell stories and help them character progress um their pcs uh they are the most imaginative creative outgoing it, it's so awesome i can't say enough about them and the fact that we have seven of us or seven players and, and myself so eight total people at, at the table and it's flawless. I mean, it moves well. Uh, we've introduced some home rules to help combat speed along, but there has been zero conflicts between players and Dungeon Master. There has been no rules luring, so to speak. Yes, I don't know everything, nor do I pretend to know everything. So I kind of give them the freedom of their characters, so to speak. And if I do have questions, I, then I pull them aside afterwards and we kind of go over it and see what, what the ruling is on that. But we don't sacrifice the story for mechanics. And I think that's the best part, honestly. We're all a bunch of people that want to tell a story. And we all sit around the same table and we have a lot of fun. And we met a game and we have we just have fun. It's so much fun. And these people bring out the best in me as a DM. And I hope that my little pushes bring out the best of them as players. Because they're all remarkable people. And they all come from amazing backgrounds. Needless to say, I'm I'm blessed. And I'm proud to be the DM of this group. And along this journey, I've asked them to uh, step in for episodes of this podcast and talk with me about their experiences and who they are. And they all said yes. So you'll be introduced to my new playgroup and my new friends, my new family, because uh, that's exactly what we are. And you guys can get to know them on a, on a personal level as well as, hopefully as well as I have, uh, if not better. Um, that's where Of Dice and Bruce has been for the last year. And we're hoping to get this back on track. And I'm hoping to... Uh, uh, to see how much content I can deliver you guys and be entertaining at the same time as a solo act and then have guests on top of it. With that being said, a couple changes to the Up Dice and Bruce format are kind of going to be subtle, but maybe a little bit more structured just because I'm by myself. So I get to kind of script as I go. It won't be off the cuff so much. Unless I have guests, of course, that that that, uh, that whole conversation will be organic. But we are still going to do, this is called like the pre-funk, the starter up. The, the get the party started kind of kind of talks 
and then give you a brief uh, overrun about what the episode is going to be like. And then we'll do the what's on tap, which will be not necessarily just a craft beer. It will be a beverage. So we're going to open it up to we're just going to do beverages or food, whatever we want at that time or whatever my guests want at that time. We'll see how it goes. But there will definitely be a what's on tap aspect of it. What's on tap will also kind of transition into the happy hour topic. And that's what I'm going to call it. It's going to be happy hour. So the topic of, of the episode will be the happy hour. And that will be the just the meat and potatoes of what I'm trying to deliver this episode, aside from the entertainment aspect of it. Um, I hope it's all entertaining, but that's the message, so to speak, or the information that I wish to deliver. Um, after you get into the happy hour aspect of it, we're going to do homebrews. And homebrews is kind of like something that I've that's caught my eye that I wish to share to you guys. It either makes your life as a player or your life as a DM it makes it easier. It makes it easier to to operate or bring something to your attention that maybe you weren't aware of before that can make a situation in, in your D&D life easier. So we'll spotlight maybe like third-party creators or we'll go over Unearth Arcana or whatever that piques my interest in mind. Be, in, be aware, if there's something that you want me to pay attention to and bring up in a podcast episode, leave me a comment. Uh, hit me up on my Instagram. Hit me up on the Up Dice and Brews Facebook page. Hit me up in the YouTube because these videos will be on YouTube as well. Uh, just leave a comment. Let me know. Um, I'm all over the place. So the more uh, interaction I can have with you, the community, the better because then I know what you want to talk about. After we get through the home brews, we're going to go into pretty much like closing time last call we'll call it and we'll go into last call and that's where you're going to get my final verdict for whatever we've been drinking throughout the night or partaking in so that gives us a little bit of time to to get those taste buds acclimated to what we've been doing and then we'll get the wrap up and then hopefully we'll get closing thoughts from a guest or what's going on next time or something like that but anyway, that's kind of like the basic breakdown of like this redo or reiteration of, of Dice and Bruce. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be talking to you guys. Uh, hopefully we can be more interactive. These episodes by myself are probably going to be a little bit shorter. So I'm thinking about like 25 to 30 to 40 minutes by myself. And then when we have guests, they'll, they'll be significantly longer because I have somebody to interact with. Apart from all that, I've missed you guys so much. I hope that we have a great time on this journey and we tell a great story together and we're going on an adventure. So with that being said, we're going to hit the what's on tap for tonight. Have a pint, take a break, and relax. It's my favorite part of the show. So tell me, boys, what's on tap? All right, so tonight on tap, we have an oldie but a goodie. And since I'm not in the greater Northwest area anymore, I thought I'd do a throwback to uh, something you can get a little more regularly, Alaskan Amber. Alaskan Amber is by Alaskan Brewing Company, and they're located in Juneau, Alaska. The alcohol by volume is 5.3%. It is an alt-style ale, and the IBUs are 18. This is kind of a, a throwback to home. And to my boys back home, Andy and John, this is my zero session, my first solo session. And I wanted to do something a little bit more close to home. And thankfully, I could get this here in Las Vegas. Uh, in Las Vegas, it's it's a little bit harder to get some of those um, craft-style beers. They do have a good selection, but a lot of the, the same ones that you would see in, in Washington or the Northwest area are not, not available readily here. So we kind of got to make do with what we got. But anyway, cheers, everybody. This is for you, John, Andy. Yeah, that's a that's a daily drinker, man. That's that's got a nice flavor. It's got just the right amount of bitterness. It's uh, not too heavy, but it is 
it does stay on your palate pretty long. You can you can make it to the next drink. It doesn't disappear on you. But it doesn't dry out your tongue either. It's, it's really good. Cheers again. All right, I'll continue to enjoy this beverage throughout the episode. This episode, the happy hour topic of this episode, since we are starting a new adventure, is going to be zero sessions. And why did I pick zero sessions? Because I honestly believe that zero sessions are the most important part of starting a D&D playgroup. Why do I say that they're mo- the most important part? Because I believe that in the zero session, you get to communicate your expectations and feel and hear the other expectations of everybody else at your table or their table. Whether you're a player or a DM, it's important to discuss and communicate your expectations for your game or for the game you play in and what you expect to get out of this game. Because if everybody's on the same page, then that just makes the game that much better. All right, welcome to the happy hour. We're back with our topic of today's episode, uh, Session Zeros. I'm going to combine the homebrews part of this portion of the episode with the happy hour because I the resource that I have for you today directly correlates with our subject matter, our topic. So I'm going to shout out Dungeon Influence, and you can find them on Instagram at Dungeon Influence. The resource that I'm uh, citing today is called the Session Zero Checklist, and you can find that on the Dungeon Masters Guild, DungeonMastersGuild.com. Type in uh, Session Zero Checklist, and it should pop right up for you. This resource is the best Session Zero Checklist that I've come across. It's simple. It's to the point. It also gives you a lot of insight into how you should think about your campaign as a DM and how you're elevator pitching it to your players. And also it gives you a lot of information when you ask these questions to your players. It breaks it down into six sections. They are essentials to be discussed, the world, the campaign, the DM style, in-game topics, and then out-of-game topics. These overall categories are essential that I can't stress to you enough how important a zero session is a zero session is integral to your campaign because then you as a player and you as a DM know exactly what you're getting into over the span of however many sessions you're going to play together you are investing as both a player and a DM you're investing your time you're investing your energy you're investing your imagination you deserve no matter if you're a DM or a player, to get the most out of your time. And hopefully that time is spent with a smile on your face, rolling dice, creating fond memories and stories with people who eventually become your friends. A session zero checklist makes sure that all of you who are at that table are on the same exact page or are clear about what your preferences are as a player or a DM. As a DM, it makes your players aware about the tone, about the theme of your campaign, what you consider acceptable at the table for PCs. And and I kind of I kind of hesitate to use acceptable for PCs at the table because your PCs, no matter what your campaign is, your PCs are going to give you the best campaign that you can ask for. So uh, I caution on the side of laying too many rules as a DM for your campaign in front of your PCs because that kind of just takes out the creativity and the imagination process for your PCs. But that's a different different subject for a different episode. As a session zero, 
you want to portray what you're thinking for your campaign to your players. And as a player, you want to tell other players at the table and your DM, hey, look, I'm going to invest four or five hours every other week or every month or every week to your campaign. I like this part of D&D. I lean into this part of D&D. I like to role play. I like to do voices. I like to explore. I want things that are going to excite me in that way. I, I get into that aspect of it or... You get into the combat aspect or you're an all around rounded player for a DM. You want to make sure that you're hyping on what kind of theme are you looking to tell an epic story? Are you looking to have a very combat or tactical eccentric campaign? You have to communicate your expectations to people or you will always fall short because you didn't communicate communication by far is the most important part of this game that we love. You can't get anywhere in this game unless you communicate because you will always be let down because you didn't communicate your expectations to somebody else. So when that player or that DM doesn't put the time into something that you're invested in, if you didn't communicate to them at the zero session that you are invested in this and you want to make this a prominent part of your week or your month or whatever, and then they fall short of that, you're going to be disappointed. But guess what? Part of that blame falls on you because you didn't communicate your expectations. Communication is very integral to D&D. And it's very important that all lines of communication, no matter how big or how small they may seem to others, are always open at a table when you're sharing stories and creating adventures. In the session zero, you should go over things like phone usage. You should go over things like how often are we going to meet? What time are we going to meet? If somebody's not available, are we still going to meet? These should all be discussed. Who's bringing food? Are we drinking at the table? Is that allowed? Where are we meeting? Also, what should be uh, discussed is like how long our session's going to be. As a DM, you should tell people the rule set that you're going to use, whether it be fifth edition, whether you're going to introduce homebrew rules, how big you want the party to be. And honestly, as players... If anything that you don't feel comfortable with, whether it be like sexual situations, certain monsters or phobias or fears, you should bring those up to the DM. You don't have to bring them up in front of everybody, but you should pull the DM aside when he tells you or she tells you or they tell you what kind of theme they're going to run. You should tell them, be upfront with them, what you're not comfortable with. Pull them aside and just be like, hey, look, I don't like this part. Please don't involve these things in there and if you do maybe this is not the right group for you it's okay not to say yes to every campaign that comes your way it's okay to pick and choose it's okay to determine where you want to invest your time and your energy in it's okay and if you go to a, a session zero and everything seems fine but then you go to that first session and it's just not jiving it's just not just not going the way you wanted it to go don't throw a fit don't get upset and leave Finish out the session because other people will be respectful of other people and then go to the DM afterwards and be like, hey, look, I don't think this is going to be good for me. I don't think I can keep my commitment to this because of these reasons. You have to communicate. You have to be aware and you have to tell others what your expectations are at the table or, or you're always going to be let down. In my play group, we had a very extensive zero session. First of all, because I like to host games at my home. These people being complete strangers to me that I met on Facebook, you, you have to get a feel for who people are. 
So we met at a local game store and we had a room to ourselves. It was a good talk. It was a good probably like 45 minute talk where I went around the table and I used this session zero checklist and I just went through every category and I made notes and I asked every individual person, hey, what do you what do you like about D&D? What don't you like about D&D? What are you trying to get out of this? What are your strong suits? What are your weaknesses? And just went around the table and did it and made by the end of the 45 minute discussion and then also told them told them who I was and what I expected. That was the most important thing is like, Hey, look, this is how I DM. This is what I'm most like. This is how I, I kind of go over things and see if they jived with me at all. And, and by the end of the discussion, I, I felt like I had a firm grasp or thought I had a firm grasp on, on these individuals and what they're looking for. But I also felt comfortable with them enough to, to invite them to my house, which was the most important part for me. A session zero gives you an idea of kind of what you're walking into. So you're not blinded. When I told you guys a story about in, in the pre-funk about that little uh, one shot that I did, there is no zero session. There is no anything like that. So my expectations of what was going to happen was all in my head. And each individual player that showed up at the table had their own expectations. So when those expectations fell short, it wasn't necessarily because the DM was bad. It wasn't necessarily because any of the players were bad. In my mind, it was because... None of us got the ability to get to know the other players at the table and know what they were looking for in a D&D game. So all of us came with our own expectations or our own preconceived notions of how we wanted to play D&D and we didn't communicate about any of it. So therefore we went and did our own thing. And when you play D&D as a solo person, you might as well just write a book because it's not D&D in my opinion. D&D is collaborative storytelling. And if you're not collaborating with all the people at your table, you're not telling a successful narrative. You're not going on an adventure. You're playing a solo mission. And that's not fun, in my opinion. So, to wrap this happy hour up, make sure DMs, players, have a zero session. Communicate your goals, your expectations, your wants, your desires in your D&D game to the people around you. You'll find that... Conflict will be minimal. You'll have a direct connection with each individual player or DM. And you'll have a lot more fun when you spend your time at those tables. Because all of you will be on the same page. And don't be afraid that if your expectations aren't being met, to communicate to your DM and say, Hey, I feel like maybe I'm not a prominent role at this table. Or maybe we've drifted from when we started. Feedback. Make sure you give feedback as well both to players and to your DM. If your DM is not asking you for feedback after every couple of, couple of sessions, then in my mind, they're not doing what they need to do consistently, which is create an environment which is fun for players. So once again, Session Zero Checklist from Dungeon Influence on the Dungeon Masters Guild. You can either, and go follow them. They have really good content for DMs at Dungeon Influence on Instagram. Really good resources, really good NPCs, really good monsters, really good game hooks, really good homebrew rules. Check them out at Dungeon Influence. All right, it's last call here at Of Dice and Brews, and that means we need to wrap this up, give a review of, or a final verdict of our beverage of choice or our, our what's on tap for the evening. 
once again, we did Alaskan Amber. That is Alaskan Amber by Alaskan Brewing Company. It was 5.3% alcohol by volume, 18 IBUs. It was a solid beverage. It was a very relaxing drink. It's a daily drinker. All seasons, all purpose, all the time. For that, I'm going to give it a solid 3 out of 4. And Gothar will tell us what that is. Rudy Tudy Fresh Ale Groovy. I'll post pictures on the Instagram and the Facebook page of Dyson Brews. This episode should be published on YouTube as well. If not, you can find it wherever you find your podcast, Audible, Apple Podcasts, anything like that. I hope you did enjoy this episode, this session zero of sorts. And I hope you come back and check us out again soon. I hope to be publishing content quite frequently. And if there's anything that you think that I can do to improve or anything you want to add, enter the conversation with me. Come and be a part of my adventuring party and help me tell a great story. And just remember, life's an adventure. Roll with it.